0: welcome to gabby the marriage and family podcast where it will be okay we are your hosts marriage counselors terrell and tanisha Pugh. we are a family of nine who after the death of our daughter learned that life was going to be okay and now we help other families in distress realize the same are you ready to heal and learn that your marriage and family will be okay. Well, let's get started. Hello, this is Terrell Pugh, and thank you so much for listening to the Gabby Podcast. How would you like to do what you love, working with couples as a marriage coach or with individuals and families as a Christian counselor? Well, we can help you over at TNTPUGH.com. Dot com That's TNTPew.com. Hey, we'd love to help you get started today. Again, working as a marriage coach or a Christian counselor, head over to TNTPew.com. Thank you.
1: Welcome to the Gabby podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode, um, where we'll be talking about Uh, intrusive thoughts and
0: and thought rumination.
1: That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, And just a quick uh, reminder of who we are and um, why we do what we do. Um, So we, uh, after the loss of our daughter, um, we discovered that life would be okay. And uh, we want to be um, uh, just a voice of encouragement for the others who may be struggling um, with any challenges life brings. Um, whether it's loss, whether it's um, uh, uh, trauma, financial challenges, marital challenges, um, and my name's Tanisha Pugh.
0: <laughs> and I'm Terrell Pugh. Um, actually, my name is Terrell Kasim Pew. <sighs> Why
1: are you putting yes. out your and And actually, government. my
0: name is Terrell Pew Pugh, okay. and my social security okay. number is one two three no no no, no, no. <laughs> yes 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 but yes. um but yes we're the pews we're the yes, pews yes
1: mm-hmm. so let's start maybe by defining intrusive thoughts what are intrusive mm-hmm. thoughts dear
0: intrusive thoughts and and i'll also throw in the definition of uh, thought rumination
1: perfect okay? mm-hmm.
0: um first intrusive thoughts intrusive thoughts uh, usually are defined as unwanted thoughts thoughts that um sort of catch you off guard they're not Something that you planned on thinking, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but it just suddenly pops into your mind. Okay, Mm -hmm. and that's an intrusive thought, usually unwanted. Whereas ruminating thoughts can actually be a thought that you that you do want, you Mm -hmm. do welcome. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that term, uh, rumination, was originally applied to how cows eat. Because mm-hmm. cows regurgitate their food, mm-hmm. you know, they'll eat, regurgitate, regurgitate excuse mm-hmm. me, uh, mm-hmm. the same food. And so that became known to our thoughts because that's what happens. Yeah. We input a thought or information yeah. and then we begin to regurgitate it and yeah. input it again.
1: That's right. Thus
0: thought rumination.
1: That's right. Um we often encounter a lot of um, uh, individuals who are challenged with thought rumination. Um, They usually suffer from uh, depression Mm. symptoms and anxiety. Yes. Um, And so it's really, it's, you know, on one end, ruminating on a thought um, while you, you, where you said it could be a welcoming um, behavior, Uh, it's not always a healthy behavior. Um, and so we'll talk about some examples of uh, instances where it isn't healthy. I can't think mm. of any instances where it is, unless you're ruminating <laughs> on the Word of God. <laughs>
0: right, right, unless it's a meditation. And, and I'll say this, you know, we're going to get into some some antidotes to um, rumination and uh, intrusive thinking, and meditation actually is one of them. So we'll, we'll mm. get into some solutions on how to help you overcome your intrusive thoughts.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. Um,
0: Yes, yes. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, what's a, an example, thinking back to our experience yeah. um, that we went through together in 2007, Yeah. Um, you know, what kinds of intrusive thoughts did you struggle with most?
0: Well, for me, um, you know, I'll, I'll share with you some of my intrusive thoughts as well as my Uh, ruminations, the things I would ruminate about. So after the loss of Gabby, um, I was plagued with thoughts of not being a good father, not being uh, a good parent. Mm -hmm. I was also plagued with thoughts that um, I should not be alone with children, you know, and um, our daughter had passed away from sudden infant infant death syndrome, Mm -hmm. SIDS, and I, um, you know, I felt as if a lot of that was my fault because I was the Um, I was the parent in charge when this happened. Tanisha was in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there would be times I would just go over and over and over and over in my thinking Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, with those thoughts. And that's so that was me ruminating on a lot of that. Yeah, I would also ruminate on the the future of, you know, a lot of what if scenarios, a lot Mm of um, past, you know, could I have done this or what Mm -hmm. if I? have done that, uh, would this have changed the outcome? Mm. A lot of my intrusive thoughts were centered around, you know, I can just be sitting around somewhere Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I'd have a thought of inadequacy or I would have Mm. a thought of, um, you know, you, you should be being supervised right now. I mean, it was just, Mm. you know, a lot of other thoughts. Um, but that, that was the intrusions and the, um, the regurgitations of of those thoughts. Yeah, yeah.
1: you know, um, you didn't share those with me until much much later. Um, a lot of your struggles, um, uh, I remember. I mean, I guess in the beginning it was really hard to um, to to share some of that. Probably because you're also trying to be protective. Um, yeah, um, and uh, among some other um, other things. So. Th- Ruminating, I will say um, the ruminate ruminating thoughts I would have um, mm. would be centered around a lot of a similar um, is, you know, could I have done something different? Um, even all the way back to was it how I took was it how I took care of myself when I was pregnant? Yeah. Um, you know, um, you know, I even remember when we were talking with someone and uh, they'd given me they were the big question of why, Mm. you know, why did this happen? Yeah. I I, I was asking that question and this individual said, Well, you know, um I wonder what door might have been open. Mm. And for a long time that was the revolving um, door uh, that my thought patterns would go round and round in yeah um what door did I have open? W- what mm. did I do you know was I not praying enough? was I working too much was I you know what right yeah. um and and mm. that kept me stuck for a long long time. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know that we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so much so that it really, it just, one, it didn't make sense because who I understood God to be, um, that I couldn't connect with that part of his character. I know God is sovereign and God, you know, he's all powerful and he'll do whatever he chooses. Mm-hmm. Um, I just couldn't connect. Um, the idea of his grace and his his love to I, a mother having a door open and therefore um, uh, their child yeah. is taken by sudden infant death syndrome. Um, so how did we, do you remember how mm-hmm. we began to exit those
0: yeah. vicious um,
1: cycles of thinking?
0: Yeah, I, I'll say this. There was a lot of... Um, You know a lot of here and now thinking a lot you know our attention was being brought away from Mm -hmm. what had happened Mm -hmm. and it was uh, being placed in the present Mm -hmm. and that's a lot of what the antidote to ruminating and um, intrusive thoughts are Mm -hmm. you know I'll say this research shows that um, PTSD is typically formed and it, it, tic, it typically takes right after a traumatic event mm-hmm. when an individual becomes obsessive with their thoughts. Mm-hmm. So what I what I mean is what, what we know is that mm-hmm. when individuals experience something that we would consider traumatic, mm-hmm. uh, like the loss of a child or the death of anyone for that matter, mm-hmm. um, or anything else that you would consider traumatic, what makes it PTSD is how often you ruminate and how often you revisit Hmm. that event that PTSD starts to develop Hmm. and so that's why it's so important Hmm. whenever individuals are experiencing some type of traumatic event Hmm. let's say there's a school shooting that's why counseling is so important at the beginning and onset of a stressful and difficult situation so that trauma doesn't set in that's right by way of those thought ruminations. That's
1: right. That's yeah. right. That's that's perfect. You're absolutely 100% right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't know about thought stopping until much later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say it was nothing but the grace of God that kind of helped shift us um, from those cycles of yeah. uh, being trapped in thought ruminating and um, being held captive by um, intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know... One word that um, I want to associate with this topic is being triggered. Being triggered.
0: Mm. Because
1: there's always a trigger point or a Mm. starting point that starts that cycle. Yes. Isn't there? Um, You know, whether Mm. it's um, maybe a word or maybe someone's expression or um, for me, it was a lot of the time, Gabby, an article of clothing. And yes. um, I remember, uh, without knowing this was what we were doing, mm-hmm. what, was it, what I was doing, um, I, I guess I engaged in um, a type of neuropl- neuroplasticity. Plasticity? yes. Yeah, yeah. Where you rewire your brain. Uh, and this is something you have to do when you have awareness of mm. um, kind of the, the path your thought is going to take you down. That's true. Um, and so I remember... Whenever I would smell, uh, because I used to smell her everywhere, Mm. I had a pair of her shoes and an outfit and a blanket that I kept in my special box. I refused to give those up. And that's because her smell was trapped in it, and (laughs) I loved it. Um, Mm. But her smell was a trigger. (laughs) And I I say that word, but I want to just share this about being triggered, guys, because just because you've identified a trigger doesn't mean that you know you give authorization to travel down that same path that you're being triggered to right you could determine uh which path you want to take that's part of neuroplasticity that's part of rewiring your brain so you you are you're triggered but if you have that awareness Mm -hmm. you can choose to take a different path and and that's what mm. we started to do. You that's know? true. And and you
0: can choose to take a different path. And, and and I'll say this, I guess we'll be I'd be remiss to not mention this. But mm-hmm. as it relates to rumination and as mm-hmm. it relates to, um, you know, um, intrusive thinking and intrusive thoughts, mm-hmm. there's a part of there's a part of your brain that's actually responsible mm-hmm. for that. So we can actually um, put our finger on it. We can actually mm. say, OK, this is the culprit <laughs> <laughs> you know neurologically speaking of that yeah and that part of your brain is known as the default mode network oh. and so what a default mode network part of your brain is mm-hmm. it's the part of your brain that actually comes online
1: mm-hmm. when
0: you're not doing anything
1: really and
0: so when you are just sitting around not doing anything even when you're watching television and you're not necessarily engaged in something active mm-hmm. which is where a lot of the solutions come from to help with this, Mm -hmm. your default mode network part of your brain, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what happens is that's the part of your brain that begins to ruminate. Mm
1: -hmm. It thinks
0: about the past. It Mm -hmm. thinks about the future. Mm -hmm. I found this on the web. I I don't know if you guys heard that. That was our (laughs) our watch, our Apple watch (laughs) Um, in the background there. Um, But, yeah, your, your default mode network, Mm-hmm. begins to think about the past it begins mm-hmm. to think about the future and that part of your brain is in a sense it it's what keeps us alive it what uh-huh. keeps us connected to other people that part of your brain mm-hmm. also is involved in what's called the theory of mind meaning mm. it it tries to process how other people think of you how other people are mm-hmm. and so it's the part of our brain that's sort of interconnected with other people yeah. and so When that part of your brain is on, Mm -hmm. there's also another part of your brain, and that part of your brain is known as the task positive network. Mm. And the task positive network is the part of your brain that's responsible for paying attention. Okay. And these two networks cannot operate at the same time. So Mm. if your task positive network part of your brain is turned on, Mm -hmm. the default mode Think of it as autopilot. Yeah. Right. Autopilot yeah. is off. Gotcha. If autopilot is on task positive is off.
1: Gotcha. It's just
0: like someone driving a car. Wow. If I'm the driver and I'm actively turning the wheel, mm-hmm. then I'm in control of where I go. Ooh. But if I put on autopilot mm. and I have a Tesla, mm-hmm. <laughs> then the Tesla decides where I go. Yeah. And so when your brain goes into default mode. It decides where to go, and it will go to rumination. Yeah. So that's some of the science behind why you ruminate. That's,
1: okay. That is so good. That's so good. And um, thank you so much, uh, uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Pugh, <laughs> for bringing the, science, bringing the science. Not yet, not yet. Soon. yes, soon and very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really puts into perspective uh, how it's true that we are the drivers of our thoughts.
0: That's right. We you are. are
1: the drivers, mm-hmm. so we can choose where we will go. That's right. Um, that's interesting. I love yeah. it. when yeah. you said when the autopilot, when the um, uh, uh, attentive part is mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. That autopilot the task positive network task positive mm-hmm. network is on. That the autopilot portion. Yeah. Um, can't run at the same time
0: yeah that's right mm. and here's another interesting thing right mm-hmm. um, when so individuals right so research is, uh, looks at the brains of individuals whose autopilot is is in autopilot mm-hmm. so that default um, mode network mm-hmm. and when that part of the brain is activated mm-hmm. um, for individuals who ruminate mm-hmm. we actually see that ruminators are they pay less attention Okay. Mm. They're less focused. Okay. Mm. Um, and they actually exhibit more signs of depression. Because yep. remember, that part of your brain is is sort of mm. thinking about the past,
1: mm.
0: trying to predict the future. Mm. And and if you're in a past and a future, that could be very, very grim.
1: Yeah. You're
0: not in the here and now. That's right. You're not in the here and now.
1: That's right. Absolutely. Um, I think mm. that's, that's, wow, that's, that's interesting. That's mm. interesting. That's why um, so many of the individuals we usually work with mm-hmm. um, who suffer from anxiety and depression, um, often we see that that's one of the, the signs they show. Yeah. Uh, they engage in quite a bit of uh, thought rumination. And it's often not positive thoughts. It's not. It's, it's negative. Their voice is um, very unkind to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And so here's So here's how, like, here's an intervention, right? Mm -hmm. Something that can help. So when you engage the task positive um, part of your brain, that task positive network, Mm -hmm. you're intentionally putting your attention to something. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about mindfulness, and um, you're really good with mindfulness, so I think Mm -hmm. you should tell Mm -hmm. us about that. Um, But when you are mindful of something you have to be intentional yeah with paying attention
1: mm-hmm. to that Yep.
0: and interestingly enough we mm-hmm. also something research also um shows us mm-hmm. is that individuals who are really good at meditation who are really good at mindfulness
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what part of their brain is is smaller than individuals who are not so good at that
1: what's
0: that uh the amygdala part of the brain mm-hmm. and the amygdala part of the brain is responsible for Your um, your fight or flight response, Mm -hmm. which usually fuels a lot of those anxious thoughts and those anxious feelings. That's right. And not only is it smaller, but it becomes smaller. Mm -hmm. So once it was larger. Uh Right. But now it's smaller. Also, in individuals who practice mindfulness Mm -hmm. from the beginning to the end. Let's let's let me change that from novice to expert Mm -hmm. as they grow in mindfulness. Mm -hmm. They actually have changes in the brain's gray matter, Mm. which means when you were speaking to neuroplasticity Mm -hmm. earlier, Mm -hmm. neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to to grow and change. Mm
1: -hmm. And so
0: these things actually are causing structural, physical, structural changes in your brain as you engage in these um, positive activities that essentially help you. Fight thought rumination and um, intrusive thinking.
1: All right, awesome. Yeah, amen. Um, so the science support it. That's There's right. been um, study that support uh, the benefit that uh, you can gain from practicing mm-hmm. mindfulness. That's right. Um, and yes, so going back to the <clears throat> path we took because we weren't, um, uh, we didn't have our masters in psychology yet.
0: No, <laughs> no, so we didn't know any of this.
1: <laughs> yes, we, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So back then, but it, it, it it's gonna line up with what we do know now. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we moved to Georgia, um, mm-hmm. from New Jersey. Well,
0: even go back before that, mm-hmm. when we first lost Gabby.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What was one of the first things that, or, well, I'll, I'll just say this. Yes. One of the first things that happened, I remember, uh, an agency had got in touch with us Mm -hmm. that supported parents um, who lost children through SIDS, Mm -hmm. and they took us to Six Flags Great Adventure. Mm -hmm. The most bizarre activity, I thought, (laughs) you know, I remember talking to you like, you know, is this right? Should we be going to Six Flags after the loss of our daughter?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I do remember that. But they knew what they were doing. It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, Mm. And so, yes, when we we changed our environment and we moved from New Jersey to Georgia, um, a lot of the messages that we sat under, I will say, was therapeutic. Mm. Um, It was really reflecting on um, uh, who God is, his love, his grace. um, And uh, relevant to mindfulness, um, we allowed ourselves to grieve. We grieved. I remember every Sunday I would be a weeping, weeping willow. (laughs) I remember. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, We grieved. And uh, why that part is important is oftentimes when we're ruminating on a thought or we're struggling with intrusive thinking, Mm. um, it's it may be important to confront whatever is behind that 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 thought. Yes. Whatever is driving that thought, what's the root of it? Where is it coming from? Mm-hmm. Um, avoiding won't address intrusive thinking. No, it won't. Yeah, you have to confront it. I usually use the, um, uh, the analogy of uh, think about when, <clears throat> you know, uh, <laughs> say the um, uh, watchtower um, uh, folks come and visit you. Right, and you see them coming. You look out your window. You know it's them, and you just ignore them. You don't answer your doorbell. Um, What are they gonna do?
0: They're gonna keep ringing that doorbell.
1: That's right, and they may or they come
0: back next week.
1: That's right, and that's exactly what they used to do, until one day uh, Terrell opened the door. And he said, hi, how are you guys doing? Yeah. And um, they were, you know, two, two fellas and they're like, yeah, we're doing good. And, you know, they did their little blurb and um, you had your Bible in your hand.
0: Yes, I remember that. <laughs> I, I would I would welcome them every time after that. There was there were even Mormons that came by. I remember mm-hmm. and I welcomed mm-hmm. them as well. Yes, but. Not welcome like, hey, let, yeah, you know, but welcome to into a, a healthy discourse. discourse. That's right. right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah.
1: Um, and there's, you know, all people, we love all people, just so you know.
0: And I almost um, won one over, yeah. I remember. Uh,
1: yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah. Um, but what ended up happening is after that discourse where you had a little bit of Bible study with them, mm-hmm. they never came back. Um, this is not to say if you treat an intrusive thought in this way, um, that it won't try again. Right. Um, but I will say this, uh, if you're struggling with thought, uh, thought rumination or even an, an, an intrusive thought, confront it. Yes. And what I mean by that is go there, you know, go mm. to the thought. Um, and then you know what you do with it? You try to um, prove it based on the truths of the Word of God. That's right. Right? What does the word of God say about whatever that thought is? Yes. You know. Yes. Um, you're a, a, you're a, you're a man after God's own heart. You um uh, you have every good tool in you um to father and mm. to parent. Hmm. That's what God's word would affirm in you, That's right? right? Um because the Holy Spirit lives in you. That's right. Right? Um and so when you confront those intrusive thoughts with what's true That's objectively, right. Um, unchanged. You know what? Those intrusive thoughts, they get less and less.
0: They do. And I'll say this, Mm -hmm. you know, those thoughts, I I like what you said. You have to confront them because you do. You go to where those thoughts are. Mm -hmm. You know, when we talk about trauma Mm -hmm. and how to uh, how to deal with that, Mm -hmm. you know, trauma gets trapped in your body and in your mind.
1: Yeah.
0: And you have to go. You have to go there yeah. in order to deal with it. That's right. right. And so when I you're probably thinking, well, how do I go to my body? How do I go <laughs> to my mind? Yeah. Um, the way in which you go to your mind, we'll talk about your body in a moment. But the way in which you go to your mind is you do that. You confront those thoughts. Mm-hmm. You don't try to chew them away, mm-hmm. but you confront it. Yeah. And you say, is this thought a true thought? You know, there's. There's even a whole therapeutic approach, rumination focused therapy, that mm-hmm. focuses on targeting and uprooting mm-hmm. a lot of that rumination and, and mm-hmm. um, you know, negative thinking. Yeah. And yeah. but yes, that's what you do. Then you challenge it. Yes. Is this true? Is this yes. pure? Is this of good report? Is yes. this virtuous, right? Yes. That's what Philippians tells us.
1: That's right. Um, that's
0: right. That's right. And mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can go on and on. So I'll, yeah, yes, no,
1: that's <laughs> really powerful. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, how uh, if you could describe your experience once you were able to confront those thoughts, um, what happened?
0: Mm. You know, once I was able to confront my thoughts, and again you know, that that happened over time. Yeah. You know, it happened over time. Um, But when I began to confront a lot of those thoughts, Mm -hmm. um, I found that those instances of Mm -hmm. um, rumination and Mm -hmm. intrusive thinking, it began to decrease. Mm -hmm. It it became less Mm -hmm. and less and less. Mm -hmm. And not only did that happen, but my skill building began to increase. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: that's not to say that I never ever to this day never ever have a intrusive thought because sometimes yeah. I will yeah but because I've strengthened myself in the area of skill building mm-hmm. I know how to combat it and yes. so it doesn't stay yes and the rumination I probably hardly ever ruminate anymore yeah um, we mm-hmm. all do a certain amount of ruminating that's mm-hmm. completely natural mm-hmm. um, but to the extent of when Where I first experienced the trauma no yeah yeah, yeah.
1: agreed um, and for mine I um, I replaced the path, uh, mm-hmm. or I changed the um I guess you can say the route mm-hmm. that I would take that the, my thoughts would take me down. Right. Um mm. and how I did that was I would when I would when I was triggered um by the thought that led me to an overwhelming feeling of loss. Um you know, and I would think thoughts such as, man, I'm never gonna get to see her full potential. I'm never gonna get to see who she is. I'm never mm. gonna get to hear her voice. And um, could she sing? Um, and, you know, some of those thoughts are fine, but it's when um, you're preoccupied by them, yes. um, you know, uh, throughout the day, multiple days, that's when they become problematic. Yeah. And so what I started to do is I started to um, really take time to appreciate. Our children who were with us, yes. and it made me. I started to think um, how about how grateful mm. I I am that we actually had those three months with her. Yes, <laughs> and the impression she's left on us with her um, little tiny self, um, and mm-hmm. you know I would try to remember her 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 smile. I could still remember her a little face and she's right. very pink yes and i remember her sucking your nose your yes she would suck my <laughs> nose when I, when I would it. hold her
0: i guess she thought she was nursing <laughs> but uh, you know i would give her kisses yeah. and as she did that she would latch Aww. onto my nose i'm like look at her trying to nurse yeah. from my nose
1: <laughs> that that's mm-hmm. true and those were the um thoughts i allowed to flood my that's mind right. instead yeah. and um it was healing Mm. And I was freed. I wasn't trapped anymore. Yeah. Um, So you
0: were the driver of your thoughts. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll mention a little bit about um, how you can get that trauma out of your body. Right. We mentioned how do you go to your thoughts? Mm -hmm. Um, And and I'll give one more example of Mm -hmm. going to your thoughts and then we'll go to the body. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think about it like um, a carousel at the airport.
1: Okay. OK. Oh, yes. And you know, I
0: like using this analogy, um, mm-hmm. particularly because we travel a lot. I like travel. <laughs> um, but those thoughts, those ruminating thoughts mm-hmm. are like that luggage carousel at yeah. the airport. You go, you know, when you go to collect your luggage and what you want to do is instead of allowing the luggage to just go round and round and around on a carousel, because it will continue to, to do that, mm-hmm. what you want to do is if you, you want to take that luggage off. Mm -hmm. And when you let's just suppose that there is maybe two pieces of luggage Mm -hmm. that look exactly the same. Mm -hmm. What you want to do is take that luggage off the carousel. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's confronting the thought. That's right. And then you want to look at the name tag on the luggage. You want to open it up.
1: Mm -hmm. That's right.
0: Make Mm -hmm. sure that what's inside the luggage is actually yours. Yes. And if it is, then you zip it up and leave with it. Yeah. With your thoughts, you want to confront it. Yes. You want to unpack it. Is yes. this who I am? Is this is this factual? Yeah. Is this something that um is beneficial to me? Oh, that's good. And so that's you know, the when I was when I mentioned earlier the um mm-hmm. rumination focused therapy, mm-hmm. that's what it helps with. Mm. That approach helps you move from abstract thinking mm. such as What if this happens? What if that happens? Mm -hmm. Um, I could have done this. I could have done that. Mm -hmm. Did did they really mean that when they said that? Mm. Why did he say it that way? Why Mm. did she say it that way? It moves you from that abstract thinking to Mm -hmm. more concrete thinking of what did you actually say? What Mm. did they actually say? What actually happened? What did not happen? And so you get moved to a place of concrete Mm -hmm. so you can move to. Um, a, a factual more healthier place yes and that's how you engage go to in it that's right that's all right,
1: right. thought wise what about your body tell us about how do you go to it in your body
0: um, for your body <laughs> uh, and that goes back I'll let you tell uh, our viewers and listeners about that because you're good <laughs> but one of the techniques is mindfulness yeah mindfulness and a lot of uh, somatic exercises somatic exercises engage movement Yes, and if you go back to uh, if you remember what I said about your um, your positive network, mm-hmm. right, that task positive um, network, mm-hmm. when you are exercising, mm-hmm. when you're running on a treadmill, mm-hmm. when you are uh, walking in on a trail, <laughs> mm-hmm. on a hike, what's happening is you're engaged in the here and now. Yeah. When you're doing um, I don't know, yoga or meditation, which really has a high efficacy rate for helping Mm -hmm. in this area, you're engaged in the here and now because you have to focus Mm -hmm. on something. Mm -hmm. And so that's how you engage your body or that's how you release trauma from your body. Mm -hmm. You focus on the here and now. But what is mindfulness? Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah. So yeah. So mindfulness is exactly as you described it to be present in the here and now, um, there are different types of mindfulness exercises one can engage in mm-hmm. um, when it comes to uh... confronting uh, intrusive thinking um, you know one of the things i would say is when you um, uh, get somewhere where you're 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 in a place and it's quiet uh, because as terrell said you do carry trauma in your body Um and you know, sometimes it, it may be in from, uh, you know, that stubborn pain in your neck or mm. uh, maybe tension in your abdomen. Um, uh, but you carry it. You carry that tension. Um, you know, with mindfulness, you can start out by just noticing the things that are around you, noticing mm. what's present. Um, and then, you know, identify what it is you may be feeling. Mm. Uh, are you feeling... Sad? Are you feeling disappointment? Um, and then you know, try to investigate that feeling. Um, what's the source of that sadness? Um, what's the source of that disappointment? Did something happen that led to that? Um, and you know, through engaging in your thoughts in that way, um, you can actually unlock, um, unlock yourself, and free yourself from so many things. Mm-hmm for me that helped tremendously in the area of esteem Mm. um so i struggled quite a bit with being trapped in my own head right yes um and i had to i've used or engaged in mindfulness thinking or um and not even so much mindfulness but just confronting Mm. um and and not not just allowing the thoughts to come and go and take me all all (laughs) around (laughs) the globe um so one uh, one thing to know about, and I think we we should perhaps open this up in another another episode. Okay. Um, I, I oh,
0: are we coming to an end?
1: We are, because oh. I don't want to make it too exhausting <laughs> no, for our listeners. I understand. I understand. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, you know, again, I want to get delve deeper. Uh, in this area of mindfulness. And I know last time we talked about emotional graveyard, and I think, um, you know, y- implementing or pra- the practice of mindfulness is a great way um, to actually uh, participate actively in your own healing mm-hmm. as it relates to being freed from your emotional graveyards. Um, and in this case, rumination, thought rumination, yeah, and yeah. intrusive intrusive thinking. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Happy wife, happy life. Oh she no! She says we have to come to a close. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, no, happy man. spouse,
0: happy house. That's it, All right? Happy that's spouse, it. happy house.
1: Now, that's the that's right. the facts.
0: We are equal, equal, opportuni, opportuni, op, equal, equal opportunity. Equal opportunity. Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
1: equal opportunity, married folk. There we go. There we
0: go. <laughs> kind of get the words out. Um, yes. But I hope that this helped. I hope that this brought um, some clarity, some understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if not, then I pray that it does. <laughs> but we'll see you in the next episode of Gabby Marriage and Family.
1: Thank you for listening. And remember, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Yes.
0: Hello, this is Terrell Pugh, and thank you so much for listening to the Gabby Podcast. How would you like to do what you love working with couples as a marriage coach? or with individuals and families as a Christian counselor? Well, we can help you over at tntpugh.com. That's tntpugh.com. Hey, we'd love to help you get started today. Again, working as a marriage coach or a Christian counselor, head over to tntpugh.com. Thank you.